0: Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora or head on over to americaoutloud.com where you can click the listen live tab for 24/7 talk radio. We hope you're all doing well. Excited for another great show tonight. The first thing I'm going to start off discussing is the lowering of standards for politicians that we have here in America. Particularly on the Democrat side of aisle. I mean, you look at this John Fetterman guy's brain dead. And that's who they want us to believe is a credible senator. We called this out when he was running for election that he was not competent. And we said the same thing about Joe Biden. I saw a funny uh, tweet the other day. It said Biderman. Biden-Fetterman 2024, it's a no-brainer, meaning neither one of them have a brain, which I thought was pretty clever and funny. But it's also kind of sad because this is the state of our country is that we've got people uh, voting who are clearly not competent or ready to be able to do their job and uh, help out the American people. We've just got this red team, blue team uh, persona going on where we've got so many people who will just vote for their political party. Uh, regardless of the candidate. And yes, I'm pointing at the Democrats on this one because if look at the candidates they keep electing, uh, like Joe Biden, like John Fetterman, and all these other uh, incompetent people who clearly have brain damage and have seen better days. And we're going to continue to see this in the 2024 election. I'm really curious to see who steps up, If anyone steps up between the Democrats, I see uh, people like Gavin Newsom, uh, J.B. Pritzker. They seem like they badly want to be president of the United States, but they're almost afraid to try and push Biden out of the way, even though that they know he is not competent for that job. And Rob, I believe you told me that Eric Adams and Governor Whitmer are going to go campaign for Joe Biden uh, leading up to the 2024 election. So Joe Biden doesn't have to make all these campaign stops because we saw that he didn't work hard to win the presidency in 2020. The guy didn't even campaign. So Rob, what are your thoughts on uh, the lowering of standards that we've seen for a lot of these candidates and uh, continuing on to 2024? Uh, it looks like things are only going to get worse.
1: You're right, Andrew. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight. Uh, Like you said, we're talking about lowering the standards in politics really across the board in every profession, so it seems. Uh, And and I always preface it with so it seems because I don't want people to think that I'm like just putting everything in one bucket, although I think in some cases we could. But you're, you're right. The standards have been lowered in so many different ways when it comes to politics our educational system, come to our doctors, the military. And it's by design almost. At one point, you, you couldn't say that, you would think it because of the quality of the candidates. But now it's, it's like up in your face. And I find it also interesting that you, you look at how they're treating George Santos. There's a lot of attention on George Santos. We got to get him out on both the left and the right. I mean, I think the right is moving a little slower than the left, who they actually want him out because they see that it would be a political uh, gain for them because they would have more votes in the House than Republicans. But you do have some Republicans that won't George Santos out because they say that he's, you know, he lied, he did this, and it goes to the quality of that candidate. But he's just a representative, okay, and the pool of a lot of other representatives. And I've mentioned this before, they're focusing in on him, whereas you have the seemingly our so-called president, I hate to say it, you guys can see I'm like, like, like stumbling to say it, Joe Biden, more like the resident, I feel comfortable saying that, who is completely incompetent and compromised at every angle. We see it, we know it, and the media isn't focusing in on him. Why is that? You're going up to George Santos, but not Joe Biden. George Santos lied. He's not a good candidate. Joe's entire career is built on lies and deception. Why aren't we asking him to raise the white flag? He's not benefiting anyone. We won't miss him. He won't be missed. If he were to abdicate, well, really resign, there would be no harm brought on the country because we're already in harm's way. Of course, unless Kamala Harris steps in, and then we are in trouble. But then we also know that behind the scenes, Joe isn't really running things. He's just the puppet. And it's Susan Rice and Barack Obama. But if, let's just play this out. And we've done this on many occasions, Andrew, like like trying to just play it out, what would happen? Let's say he were to step down and Kamala were to step up. I would venture to say that she would probably shut down the Susan Rice arm of the government. Do you think I'm right in saying that, Andrew? Good chance. I think that she would shut it down because she feels as if though she could do it. She doesn't like Joe Biden. We know that there's no love lost between she and Jill Biden. I think she would shut it down because she has they have given her and not that it's not warranted i mean she's taking a lot of heat because of her own incompetence and how the media polished her up and made us think that she's the next best comment. it surprises me the only thing she had going for was again identity politics woman of color and she's a female that's it I know that she was came out of San Francisco. She was the DA or whatever attorney general, but she was incompetent in that role. I mean, the best role she was probably she served in was being the mistress of Willie Brown, and I think she knocked that out of the ballpark. Because whenever he mentions her, he has a smile on his face. We have to be honest with this stuff. We have to speak truth to power. So I think in that role she was good, but in the current role she's not good. As a senator, halfway decent, I would say, but other than that, no. We have lowered the standard and we have gravitated toward identity politics. And we had a guest come on once when we first started doing our shows, and she even said that giving rights to identity is extremely dangerous. Now, this is when we first started coming on. This was back in 1920, 2019. Look at how, where we have come from that point up until now, 2023, giving rise to all these identities. And they've been incompetent. As we said in one of our shows, you have the White House press secretary who keeps talking about, oh, this is the most diverse cabinet members that we've ever had. Yep, and it's also the most incompetent because we have lowered the standard of our presidential candidates, of our elected officials, we are only concerned with identity. You look at the Hill, there are more people, we have more women, and there are lesbians, and we have more gay men. Who cares about that if you can do your job when you walk out in the morning time, unless you're Sam Britton, a man with lipstick and a mustache and pumps. No one knows what your sexual preference is, nor should we. The only thing we want to know is, can you do the job? And many of these people on the Hill now can't do the job. Many of the people in our local districts can't do the job. But the standards have been lowered. You look at Memphis, Tennessee. They lowered the standards as to who can be a police. And look at what you got. A bunch of people who weren't qualified. You need to be able to check Every box of competency as opposed to checking box for diversity we've moved toward equi- uh, what is it equity as opposed to equality and competency and capability I mentioned the other day on our show the FAA that they're looking at their to appoint someone over that position he's a black man accomplished in his own right but he's not accomplished in that field, the federal aviation field. He knows nothing about it. Now, can he go in and learn about it? Absolutely. But do we want to risk that? They're now saying that we need more female pilots. Okay, that's fine. But do we have a group of female pilots who are trained, who are competent in that field? I have a friend, a family member rather, who got his pilot license. And he kicked his butt in getting that license. And I feel extremely confident that he knows what he's doing. But if I've got to go in and say, well, I don't have enough female, well, let's just let them do it. You're supposed to have a certain amount of hours of flight time before you can fly a plane. Oh, well, let's just lower the standards because we know it really. We would like to have it, but it's okay. I don't want to be up in the air with a pilot who barely meets the criteria, but it's okay because she's there because she's black and she's a female. I don't want that. I want someone who is competent, who can do the job because they're good. And that's the only reason why. I should have that. That's the only reason why. The same thing with being a doctor. I shouldn't just have a doctor because, well, he's black or he's Hispanic or he's a female or she's a female. And in order to get them in med school, we got to lower the MCAT. We got to just like lower just a little bit because we want them there. But if they don't know how to perform surgery, if they can't be a good PCP, why do we even want them? I was watching the other night, Andrew, on the Tucker Carlson show, and they were talking about doctors and this push that the American Medical Association to have a certain amount of, uh, I think, black doctors to see patients. And this woman happened to be black and she was uh, a female. And she said, this is wrong. When you're sick, you're not going to look up and say, oh, I want a black doctor to take care of me. Now, there are some woke people who will do that, and I would venture to say that they're not that sick, because if you're at a matter of life and death situation, you're going to say, hey, I want the person who's good. I want the best person to look after me. I don't want to be checking some diversity block and say, I want that person. No, uh, uh-uh. I, don't, I don't want that. I want the best person. But now that we're lowering the standards, oh, we got to have a certain amount of uh, white doctors and a certain amount of black, black doctors now. And they got to be female. And the next thing is we got to have a certain amount who are transgender. Transgender isn't even a gender. Okay. I don't know why we've decided to segment this, but you know how we got here? Because of Joe Biden. When they had the shutdown, they were able to introduce all this crazy stuff in society and make you believe that it's opaque, okay, and you have people out in the streets that are, no, we got to have it, we got to have it. We, why, why, why? Why do we got to have it? These people are deceiving the masses. If you want to have it, that's fine, but everyone should know wherever they go when they check off the box that I am a transgender. Since we've got to have so many of these different roles, we should know who they are, and the application should state it. But see, they don't want that. They want to erase it. Oh, no, I just want to be able to say I'm a female. I just want to be able to say I'm a male. And it's interesting that it's always centered around the men, men who are pushing this. We're the feminists. Why aren't they all saying, yeah, but you're not a woman? You can say you're trans, you can say you're this, but you're not a real woman. You got all this stuff being introduced in our educational system and corporations because we've lowered the standards. The people at the top who would stop this, we've moved them out. And now we're putting in people who say, oh, well, let them go. Let's let them slide in. They don't know a lot, but let them slide in.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, look at this latest campaign from Hershey's where they've got transgender transgenders, their spokesperson, and you've got the left defending them saying, oh, well, Republicans don't care about women. It's like, we do care about women. We want women featured, not these transgenders who are men pretending to be women. There's a big difference. And these woke companies like Hershey's just placating along with
1: it. It's just ridiculous. Because they're not women. And I would venture to say, if you were to look at the top of Hershey. And look at who is there. You have a bunch of DEI people who have come in promoting that agenda. They don't care about anything else. They don't care about meeting the bottom line. They don't care about are these people competent. It's just about DEI. So we're going to put this out there so that the people on the outside, they'll say, oh, you're DEI friendly. Oh, you're trans friendly. And what percentage of the population do trans people make? Oh, probably about a fraction, 1%, if that. And then you go into having these laws. We want to have these special laws that's going to protect trans people. How about just having laws that's going to protect people as a whole? (laughs) You know, make those laws work. If you kill someone, you're going to jail. As opposed to, we want to have a special law that you kill a trans man. No, no. Murder is murder, regardless as to what your gender is, regardless as to what your color is. If you kill, you're going to jail, plain and simple. It's when you start trying to deviate and break all these little things out that you're on a slippery slope. You look at California, L.A., Gascon recently suspended one of his direct reports because he misgendered a criminal. I don't give a hell if he misgendered the person committed a crime. They go to jail. Why is Gascon still, why does he still have an office? Why does he still have a job? We lowered the standards. And the people in California are so woke that they don't realize that they're causing more harm to a state that has the fourth largest economy. If it were a country by itself, it would have the fourth largest economy, Andrew, but slowly it's going downhill because the governor, Newsom, and all these other radicals are driving the country and to the ground. They at once one point said that California is going to fall into the ocean. I believe that now because look at what they're doing to that once beautiful state. And people are fleeing it and going to Texas and to Florida. And then you got Newsom saying, oh, no, people need to come here because this is where it is. I don't think so. I don't think so. When you lower the standards, you lower the quality of people, this is what you get. We'll pick this up on the other side of the break. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America
0: Out Loud, which is available Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. Check out the all new lineup on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday. Jam packed roster of great shows. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew.
2: Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next.
3: We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes! The number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com, that's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time.
1: You know, Andrew, speaking along the lines of boring standards, if you recall, I think it was Governor Rendell, I think it was Pennsylvania, who had said that, I'm just going to Google it to make certain, that for democrats they don't necessarily look at yeah he was a governor former governor of pennsylvania necessarily look at if the person is competent uh if you have a d in back of your name they're going to promote you regardless because what they're looking at is that if we have you here we have control we have the power and we can push our agenda so that's what's happening in today's society especially well definitely on a political uh viewpoint that they lower the standards. If you have a D, oh, just let them in. Now, of course, Republicans can't get away with that. Some will, will point to the Santos guy. Like I said, he's insignificant. I don't know why they're making a big hoopla out of him, when well, they should be looking at AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, and the Ethics Committee, which is now investigating her. Now, she'll probably get off with a slap on the wrist. Because Republicans don't have the withal to really go after her and say, no, she shouldn't be here. But then if they were to do it, who are they running in her district? When this woman was first elected to Congress, she beat out a longtime Democrat because he was focusing on something else, didn't think she was going to win, didn't realize the groundswell up under her, how that, that community had become so woke. Once she got it, you had all these other people saying, we're going to run against her. We're going to run against her. And I wonder if they were serious about running against her, or were they just saying it for name recognition? She's not a strong candidate when you really look at it. She's weak. She talked Amazon out of opening up a job center in her district, which would have brought jobs to individuals who need jobs. It would have brought jobs and perhaps increased the income level of individuals in that district. But she talked them out of it. Why didn't the media go hardcore on her? Why aren't they still going hardcore on her? And say, this is what happens. You guys talk about economy. You talk about equity. But when you have someone who's fighting it, they talk a good talk, but they're fighting the equity when you can have it. You could have equity, equality, and capabilities, but you have someone at the front door keeping it shut because they don't want it here. They're just giving lip service talk to it because they really don't mean it. And if Republicans were to start thinking and really going after these candidates... Now, granted, New York City is predominantly blue. You do have Republicans. You do have conservatives. I'm one of them. And if we were able to elect Giuliani back in the day to clean up the city... Why can't we do it now? It's a lip service, and people don't want to give the time and the efforts that it takes to achieve that goal. Ronna McDaniel and her minions should be on the ground right now connecting with the local Republican Party saying, who can we get to run? What candidate? Who's a strong candidate? And let's start checking all the boxes. Is this person telegenic? Can this person speak? Does this person know the issues? Can this person go up against a person like AOC? It's like they're like a deer in headlights when it comes to her. I frankly don't find her attractive at all. I think she's goofy. But I guess goofy rules the day, because we've lowered the standards. We're saying, oh, let's let her be there. And then she's out on the house floor waving her hands and talking all kinds of nonsense. Whenever she doesn't get her way, she'll say, always because I'm a woman, always because of racism. And then she has her little crazy brigade. They come in, they say the same thing. And I'm like, are you serious? You mean to tell me we don't have a Republican who can counter that? Well, we do. Marjorie Taylor Greene. But because the left, and, and, and what is the other woman's name, Brobar? But because the left has created a narrative that these women are radicals, they're crazy, they're stupid. The right-wing media goes along with it. I'm like, really? Look at some of the things that AOC says that make absolutely no sense, and it's wrong. But when Marjorie comes out and says something like, well, maybe we should just break the country up. Oh, she's crazy. Oh, she, oh my God, how could she? She doesn't make any sense. But AOC can come out and say, you're attacking me because I'm a woman. Or you don't want to do this because of this. And... Everyone looks and says, oh, maybe that's true. That's okay. Lower the standards. Marjorie Taylor Greene is all saying, why are these people being held as political prisoners? AOC, she goes to the border, takes a photo shoot that she's crying. Oh, I'm crying. Well, AOC, they don't have to come here. Why are they here? And the cages that you're claiming that they're in, Barack Obama put them there. But the media will, oh, she's such a darling, look at her, oh, oh. Like, are you serious? This woman is a fake. But you guys are afraid to push back, you're afraid to say anything. Well, because we're old white men. Okay, then find some young people and run the candidates so that they could go head to head with her if you're afraid to do it. But they won't do it. And then, as I said, the right-wing media, they'll sit there and they will allow the left-wing media to dictate the narrative. And there you have it. As I've said before, you look at the whole thing with COVID and how the left dictated lowering the standards. As we're talking, I'm having a conversation with someone who's sending me text messages about wearing the mask. Always beneficial. All oh, the mask is the mask that it had no benefits whatsoever. Again. For some individuals who suffer from allergies, have underlying conditions, maybe it helped them. But as a whole, it didn't. It did absolutely nothing. But we allow the left to dictate the narrative, lowering the standards, lowering the bar as to what makes sense and reality so they got their message across. People walking around with masks on. It did absolutely nothing. And the numbers of people getting COVID, they still got it. So why wouldn't the right say, okay, for some people, if you have allergies, yeah, it's going to work. Yeah, because you're not getting all that, the pollen and all that other stuff in your nose. But other individuals didn't do anything, didn't do a damn thing. Take it off. But now, Andrew, the push now is about law enforcement going into stores. Don't wear the mask. Because criminals are wearing the mask and they're getting away with crimes. I saw it a mile away when they first started talking about masks and people were going into stores with bandanas on, I'm like, you watch. Before long, they're going to say, don't wear the mask. You can't come to our store with a mask on because we don't know if you're coming in to steal or not. And you know what's going to happen next, Andrew? You're going to have black people saying, oh, they were singling us out. They were were pointing us out. They were saying that we were going to steal. Why? Well, because we had a mask on. They're saying that we're going to steal. Okay, well, if we look at the tape, and we go back in time and we look at the people who were stealing, doing the grab and smash, in liberal cities like Chicago, like New York, like New Orleans, like Los Angeles. What was the skin color of those individuals? Black and brown. Okay? And who were stealing? Black and brown. So you're not being singled out. It's just that there is a paper trail that we can look at and say, hey, these people have the potential of doing this, of committing the crime. Plain and simple. But you want to turn it into race? It's about race. No. It's about lowering the standards and what we allowed the left to do. And now that it's not working, now they want to cry foul. Plain and simple. But see, people don't connect the dots. They want to be victims. Now, again, this is going to be the push now. This is going to be the push. Now they're saying take off the mask when you're coming into the store because we don't know who you are. We don't know if you're going to steal or not. Then it's going to morph into, okay, you're pointing out Black people because they want to wear the mask. And you're saying that they're stealing and they're not. You're profiling them. You heard it first on here. Because when the mask first came out, I called it out. I said, you watch criminals are going to start using this mask to commit crimes. And we saw it every night on the 6 o'clock news, nonstop. People going in, smashing into stores, wearing the mask, wearing the bandana, committing a crime. It just kept happening and happening. And now, if they've lowered the standards on who can be arrested, which you're going to be charged with, that's all been lowered. Now that people are like saying, oh, put the mask on, I'm going to go steal. They can't tell who it is anyway. Now it's like put the brakes on it, take the mask off. But we saw that happening. But when you allow the left to control the narrative and not question them on it, this is what you're up against. And you will have conservative outlets who will run and take up that same banner and say the exact same thing. Oh, well, they're profiling black people. Black people said they're being profiled because they're wearing the mask, and blah, 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 as opposed to saying, but wait a minute. Here is the origin. When the left told us to wear a mask, when the left said, wear the mask because it's going to protect you, when we knew that it wasn't going to protect us, when the left told us we had to, and we did it, we didn't push back, we didn't say this makes no sense, we didn't cite the numbers, we just agreed to put it on. And then some years later they came out and said the mask did absolutely nothing. Dr. Fragi himself said it in 2020. Oh, don't wear a mask. And then he said, oh, well we said that because we didn't wanna keep the hospital workers from wearing the mask. Well, they needed the PCP, the protective gear. Oh, they needed it, and Andrew. I don't know if you remember this or not. I'm sure you do. Remember when we were reading those stories and seeing other news that you had all these hospital workers coming out saying, oh, we're dying and people are dying and we don't have the necessary equipment to protect ourselves. And some of us were wearing garbage bags. Do you remember that? Nurses coming on TV saying they were wearing garbage bags <laughs> yes. and that they were having to make their own mask and they were sitting in their cars crying. Oh, you just I just can't believe this is happening. And we don't have what it takes to protect ourselves, and they don't have we don't have the equipment, and we're wearing garbage bags? Now think about that. They were lying to us, telling us that they needed this to protect themselves, or else they were going to get sick. Fast forward. They didn't even need it. It made no sense. It was a joke. When I saw it, I knew it was a joke. I didn't feel sorry for them. I even spoke with some nurses who tried to get me to believe that they needed it to protect themselves. I spoke with a doctor who said that they needed it. Oh, you just don't know. Oh, you just don't know. And the only reason why they were saying yes is because they were trying to make Trump look bad. They lowered the standards as to what was being told, what was the truth. And I'm like, can you get a load of this? Nurses sitting in their car saying, oh, I got to wear a trash bag. And they had the nurses walking around in the hospital with trash bags on. (laughs) It's like, this is a joke. This is a joke. The media lowered the standards as to what is truthful and what isn't. And people believed it. Like I said, right now, I have an individual just texting me saying, oh, these are the virtues of wearing the mask. Oh, we've got to wear the mask. I'm like, no, you don't. It does absolutely nothing for you. Nothing. But when you lower the standards, especially when it comes to the truth, and people start believing a lie, and the Bible speaks clearly about that, that people will believe a lie before they believe the truth. And you know, when you hear that scripture in the Bible, I'm going to see if I can Google it while i talk about it. When you hear that scripture in the Bible, people think that it's going to be something that's uh, that's really huge, and and that it's not… And it's, it's so huge. that You can't see it like they're thinking like people are going to deny Jesus and say, oh, he's not a real. But it's these simple things. It's 2 Thessalonians 2, 11, and 12. That people will believe a lie before they believe the truth. Now, we know that there are a lot of people that are out there saying, oh, I don't believe in Jesus. So it's like, that's something big. But when you look at something that's so small and minute that you're told This is going to help you. So do this. And then people, oh, that's right. I should do it. Think of the churches that were closed during COVID because they were told, don't go to church. Now, we had always attended Sunday school, some of us who attended Sunday school, and we were told that there will come a day, a time, a day in time that you won't be able to go to church. And you would have people saying, oh, I'll never do that. I'm going to go to church. Oh, no, they can't keep me. It's my constitutional rights. They can't keep me. Oh, really? Well, they kept you from going. And you had people preaching the virtues of not going. Oh, I'm not going to go. They want us to go. I'm not going to go. They want us to all get sick. God gave us a brain. We need to use our brain. We need to be smart. And then you would have some people sewing churches where, oh, the whole church got COVID. Oh, the whole church got COVID. They're all sick. And people look at that, oh, I'm not going to church. But they never came back and told you, yeah, yeah, they got COVID. But they also got better. They just told you they got COVID, and that scared you. That put the fear of God in you. That's just like people going to church, and they all get the flu. But people weren't thinking. They were allowing the media to think for them. Because the standards had been lowered as to what is truthful and what isn't. And then there were those who were saying, oh, this pastor died because he got COVID. They didn't tell you that he had an underlying condition or there was something else that was going on there. They just told you that he died and he had COVID. Lowering the standards, not asking the follow-up question, just relying on what was said. Usually people will push back and say, but what if? You want me to do this, but why? And if I don't do it? You see how they turned that around? And people believed a lie before they believed the truth. They were justifying not going to church. And then all at once, people started going back to church, and they started attacking people who weren't going to church. They're saying, oh, but you got to go to church, because the Bible says we have to assemble ourselves. Oh, no, you got to go to church. But you just told me not to go because I could get sick, and that I could go to church online. You see how we fail for anything? We just fail for it. Like, oh, okay, they said it, I'm going to do it. As opposed to stopping and thinking, does this make sense? Is this truthful? Is what I'm doing, is, there, is it grounded in any truth other than what the media is telling me? And because the media controlled it, controlled the narrative, people fell for it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's right as opposed to asking the question. The standards were lowered as to what we would do and what we couldn't do, what we would ask and what we wouldn't ask. We have to be watchful, as the Bible says, unto prayer and not just believe any and everything, any false doctrine. The Bible warns us against that. But the people who would quote those scriptures and would stand on it allow the standards to be lowered and they believed it. I will pick this up on the other side of the break.
0: Yeah, we'll continue this discussion. But if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I did, and we were so happy we tried Healthy Cell. You can go to healthycell.com, check out the great products. Read the reviews, see what looks good for you, and save 25% off your first order with the promo code OUTLOUD. HealthySale.com and use the promo code OUTLOUD to save 25% off your first order. And if you're not satisfied with your order, you can get your money back. We'll be back with more After Dark with
2: Robin Hood.
3: Pick up a bottle for you and your family today.
2: Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com. Seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all.
0: back here on after dark with rob and andrew and as rob mentioned we're going to continue to discuss lowering the standards he's right the standards have been lowered significantly uh, speaking of which the presidential election of 2024 is right around the corner uh, we see nikki haley get in the race and we've seen this uh vivek Ramswamy get into the race i apologize if i said his name wrong uh if he's going to be running for president i'm sure it will be a more recognizable name but man this guy has been all over the place uh every talk show that'll have him he's been appearing on and they've been giving him a lot of media coverage uh this is kind of like a self-made uh billionaire i believe is his backstory uh he claims he's very conservative Uh, I'm interested to hear some more about him. So far, I'm not too interested. It looks like he's got ties with the World Economic Forum and perhaps some other um, dicey things in his past I'm not so sure about. But, uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on this guy? It just kind of seems like uh, nobody coming out and just getting a lot of attention for President of the United States. Have you been impressed with what you've seen uh, so
1: far? Well, actually – he seems to be a nice fella, uh, self made. Right. I don't think he will, I don't think that he will get any traction, but he's entitled to throw his hat in the ring, just like all of the other candidates. He doesn't have the name recognition, but he, he's an okay commentator. You know, I, I, I do think that it's good that we have a lot of people that are entering the presidential race definitely on the Republican side because it will, it, if, if nothing else, it'll probably help Trump out because uh, they will split the votes right now. Everyone sees that it's going to be a Trump Ron DeSantis match. Ron DeSantis is yet to say that he's going to run. Uh, a lot of people feel that he's going to, but when you look at the left compared to the, I'm mean, at the right, compared to the left we're definitely raising our standards while they're lowering their standards still because on the left they're looking at Gavin Newsom Gavin Newsom has no successes <laughs> his resume what has he done besides destroy california lowering the standard still they're talking about per- perhaps eric adams really what has Eric Adams done? Nothing but continue the destruction of New York City from his predecessor, Bill de Blasio, who also ran in 2020. What a joke. As if though people were going to say, oh, yeah, we want some more Bill de Blasio. We're going to keep lowering the standards and bring him back. Now, switching back to the right, we have heard that Liz Cheney is thinking about entering the race. Now, if that's not lowering the standards, if they were to even pick her or consider her, I mean, what is? She actually think that she there she there's a there's a a door for her to walk through to get the nomination? Girlfriend, are you for real? Are you serious? No, I know that she's going to be a she's going to be teaching at UV uh, University, of Virginia. I'm surprised about that. But then, too, I'm not because they're lowering their standards and they're allowing any and everybody to come in and teach our kids. And I wouldn't at all be surprised if the class she's going to teach is, like, just packed. There's a waiting list because she's going to come in. And the only thing she's going to do is just attack Trump and talk about, oh, I did this and I did that. Now, imagine had Liz tried to go and teach their, let's say – four years ago they would have slammed the door in her face but because she's coming out she's lowered her standards for conservatism she's lowered everything that she has known they're going to let her in but you look at the other people coming out of trump's white house that try to make america great again and they were definitely doing that they can't get a job they're busy being harassed by this Department of Justice under Merrick Garland, who has definitely lowered the standard of that department, completely lowered the standard of everything that we would consider as being called justice. He has brought it down to a level that you would think this looks like the mob. Yeah, Gangsta.
0: He, was, he was pathetic during those congressional hearings when he was getting questioned. They were just calling him out, and he really had no answers for a thing, anything. I just think Barack Obama wanted to make this guy a Supreme Court justice. We really dodged a bullet on that one.
1: We dodged a bullet on that. Some say that maybe they should have put him on the course because he wouldn't be causing all the damage that he's causing now. I don't agree with that. He still would have caused damage. But the, the fact that he has just like completely destroyed the, part, the Department of Justice, he was on the heel last week testifying, and they, have, they were just like bombarding him. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Ted Cruz. And I think it was Josh Hawley and someone else, they were just like bombarding him with questions, asking him, why aren't you investigating this? Why aren't you this? And he's saying, oh, no, we didn't do this. We didn't. I'm thinking he's lying. They did the same thing with Christopher Ray, And I'm sure you all saw him give the interview to Brett Bayer and Brett Baer. and Brett was asking him all these softball questions where he said, well, did the FBI do this with social media? No, we don't do that. OK, you said that you don't, but we got whistleblowers saying that you did. So did you not do it or did you do it? Or you didn't know about it? Do you know what's taking control up under you? Do you know what's happening in your world? That's what I would have done. But someone said, oh, well, then he would have come back. OK, that's fine. But I would have put him on the spot. See, I'm sick and tired of us playing around with these people. Had this been in Trump's administration, Brett would have gone hardcore asking his questions. But because it's Biden's and he wants to make friends with this guy, he's not going to do it. This guy is a reason our country is in jeopardy. And then Christopher Ray, who looks like a turtle, in my opinion, with his lips turn up, he's always, well, you know, I can't answer that. He is nothing but a bureaucrat. He's making money. I don't like people like this. And that is the reason why I gravitated toward Trump, because Trump wasn't a politician. He was a person from the outside. And that's what we need for these jobs. When you have these politicians who come in, they lower the standards. And they put in their beliefs as opposed to following the Constitution, which is what Christopher Ray is doing, which is what Merrick Garland is doing. Merrick Garland is mad still that he's not on the courts. And I have said a hundred million times he should be mad at Joe. He should be mad at Katanji Brown Jackson because that's his position. He should be in her position. But because he's not a black woman who can't define a woman, they didn't give it to him. Maybe he should be mad at his parents who birthed a white man. Okay, I'm just being honest here, but had I got him before Congress, I would have said, answer my question, and if you don't, I would have the sergeant at arms to arrest you. I would have said the same thing to Christopher Wray. You you both of you men have lowered the standards of your department. So you answer my question, or I will have the sergeant at arms to arrest you. I know that I can't indict you. I know that I can't put you in jail, but I can put you in jail. Congress is jail. So you answer my question, or this is what's going to happen. Plain and simple. We're playing around with these people. These are not good. People, They have lowered the standards on everything in society. They're letting any and everything come in with diversity and equity. We don't have the best of the best anymore. Our slip is showing. We've fallen down, and we won't be able to get back up as long as we have these people at the top. And even if they were to get rid of Christopher Ray, the people that he has placed in key positions will still be there. So you have to not only get rid of Christopher Ray, you have to get rid of everyone that he hired. And I don't want them to have a service package. I don't want them to walk away with taxpayer money. Okay, give them two weeks, that's it. But then say, no, you got to get out there like everybody else and beat the pavement and get a job. They'll probably get a job because I'm sure these corporations will hire them. Look at CNN. Look at what they did to Andy McCabe. He got fired and, well, we're going to hire him so that he can bridge the gap for the money that he didn't get. Now, I'm like, how many American voters out there are listening to this when they got fired from their jobs? The ones that are getting fired now because of Biden's economy. How many of them will CNN reach out to and say, well, we're going to hire you. You were a janitor. We'll hire you to bridge that gap. How many of you are so lucky for that to happen? But yet still, you're going to vote for these people. Look at what they've done to you. They've done to your purse. Andy McCabe, we're going to bridge the gap. We're going to hire him. Making millions of dollars on a government salary off of your taxpayer dollars. Each time they raise the taxes, Biden is saying he's going to raise taxes again. Look at the, the restaurant workers. When they go to work, they get a tip. He wants that reported so that he can tax you on that lowering the standards and people aren't even paying attention because when they do get ready to focus in on it, they'll say, well, oh, remember Trump? And then, oh, Trump, oh, we don't like him. And the only thing he was doing was trying to make America great again and put more money back in your pockets while the Democrats are taking your money so they can give it to illegal aliens. They can give it to foreign to fund wars like Ukraine. And You guys don't even see it. You don't even see it. You so visible. Trump hit his tweets, and Trump, no! That was nothing compared to what Biden is doing while he's hiding in his basement. Lowering the standards on our justice system, on the police. Lowering the standards on education. Teaching about transgenderism, as opposed to ABCs and the one, 123s. Lowering the standards all over. Lowering the standards as to what can and what can come out from foreign countries as far as our food just completely lowered the standards. And people seem to be okay with it. Because what else is there? We might get a president like Trump or a conservative who's going to raise the standards and say, here's the bar. Who's going to tell the military, no, you need to be able to do 20 push-ups, 20 jumping jacks, 20 chin-ups. No more of this, just do five and you can come on. No, you need to be in good shape. You need to be able to run around the block. New York City, they're saying that we're going to let, we're going to uh, dismiss the whole thing of having to run a certain amount of hours, I mean, a certain amount of miles and a certain amount of minutes. Why? Well, because we, we know that women can't do it. And our police chief, Kinshet Sewell, she's like, no, I don't want that Lord. But then our lovely mayor, Eric Adams, is saying, no, let's lower the standards. So you lower the standards, and you let all these women in, and when it's time to chase a criminal, they can't catch you. Because we lowered the standards. Like I said, look at Memphis. They lowered the standards. and Look at the police they got in. Look at Chicago. All over. We're going to lower the standards for diversity and equity. And then you look at the people who are coming in, it's like, oh, wait a minute. They're people of color. You mean that they can't raise up themselves so they can meet the bar? We've got a lord for them. So what are you saying? That they're incompetent? That they can't do it? And who's saying this? Democrats. They're looking at you and saying that you're not smart enough. You're not physical enough. You don't have the capabilities to meet these standards, so we're going to lower the standards. They're saying the same thing for women. Women who say, oh, I can do the same thing as a man. Okay, so why should we let you in corporate America if we got to lower the standards? Because you just can't get it. I mean, it's a slap in the face. They tell you, oh, yeah, you're equal. You can do this. Once we lower the standards, lower the standards and let anybody in this profession, lower the standards and let anybody run for office because we don't want the best of the best. Really? It's a slap in the face and you don't even see it. They're telling you that you're just as smart, but then they slap you in the face and say, oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. So we're going to lower the standards. What kind of sense does that make? None whatsoever. It makes no sense. But we're constantly lowering the standards to let in a particular group of people who, and in some instances, probably do meet the criteria, but we're not getting the best of the best from them because they don't want part of that crazy world. They don't want part of the craziness. So while we're basically lowering the standards, and saying, oh, well, we're gonna make this work. Society's being destroyed by people who don't meet the qualifications, Andrew. And for that, we need to change things.
0: Yeah, very well said, Rob. We're all out of time again tonight. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We're also on Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review if you can, or go to AmericaOutloud.com, where there's thousands of articles and podcasts updated daily We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.